Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Okay, we're going to kick off in um, 1 Peter 5. Two, I'm sorry, I wanted to do 2 through 7 and then I read it again. I thought, you know, let's just start at 1, you know? So um, let's read through that, and then we'll, we'll get going. So it says, And now a word to you who are elders in the churches. I, too, am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ, and I, too, will share in his glory when he is revealed to the whole world. As a fellow elder, I appeal to you. I love that phrase, I appeal to you. That's not just like, hey, I'm going to tell you something, but like, I appeal to you. I beg you. Care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly and not grudgingly. Not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. And in the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders. And all of you, dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. So I was thinking a couple of weeks ago, I was just asking God, because this is like what I do. I don't, know if, I don't know if you all are like me in this. I like to win. Like if I'm going to participate in something, I want to win. I don't want to just play like, you can ask all of my friends. If like ask my husband. One time he was like, do we really need to keep scoring this card game? I was like, do we really need to play? Like, like if we're not going to keep score, why are we going to play? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here to win. I'm not here to just like play for funsies all the time. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to teach me something new, I want you to teach me how to win. Don't teach me how to be mediocre, right? Like, don't teach me how to just, like, halfway play. I want to know how to win. And so if you're teaching me a new game, and listen, I'm going to learn how to lose on my own, okay? I'm always going to, like, in a card game especially, I land in the middle every time. I never win. I never do. But I do that on my own, okay? you got to teach me all the rules. (laughs) And so I was thinking through this, and I was thinking, you know what? Um, Losing does not equal failing and like vice versa. So however you want to interchange those, losing doesn't equal failing, failing doesn't equal losing. And here's what I mean by that. Just because you fail or you lose in one space doesn't mean that you have failed the whole battle, right? Just because you lose in one area or you drop the ball in one area or you failed to show up on time here or you failed to complete this like you thought you would or you didn't come and play your best game, it doesn't mean that you're out of the championship right? It doesn't mean that you are off the team. It doesn't mean that you are not good at what you do. It doesn't mean that you're any of those things. It just means you lost one battle, right? So I was asking God, God, what, how do I win at being a leader? Does it have to do with like what my hands are on? Does it have to do with how well I always do something? Does it have to do with the task that I'm doing? Is that what makes me a great leader? Or any of those things, and I was thinking, how do we make sure that there's no game over for us, right? How do, just like Pastor was talking about in his, um, well, Pastor Ben and Jess, this um, Sunday, this past Sunday, we're talking about things that never get old. Endurance was one of those. How do we make sure that um, we don't have a game over, even if we've lost a couple of battles, even if we didn't win at everything that we anticipated winning at? And so, I felt like God, when I asked him this question, this doesn't always happen to me, but I felt like literally I got an answer as soon as I said, God, how do I win at being a leader? He said, humility, teachability. And I said, oh, interesting. This is interesting. 
because I want to win at being a leader. I want to be the best leader on the planet. I really, really do. And it frustrates me sometimes. Maybe you guys are like this too. Maybe you're not. It frustrates me when I don't bring my best. Or it frustrates me when I fail at something. I'm human. Like, I'm a human. That's going to happen. But it frustrates me. And I thought... How do I make sure that even in those frustrations, that even when I'm, I'm not the best I can be, that I'm still walking in the calling that I know for certain with confidence that I've been called to do, right? And to be the best leader that I can be. And God just keep to- kept telling me, if you're humble and if you are teachable, you cannot lose. You cannot lose. That is a breeding ground for growth. Like, that's all that it is. That's all that humility and teachability produces. Because as soon as pride, just like First Peter says, as soon as pride comes in, God's going to oppose that. <laughs> right? God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And so I want to win. I want to win. I want to be humble and I want to be teachable. But here's the thing about humility and teachability. If... We want to be humble, and we want to be teachable. God's going to give us grace to do that, but he's not going to do that for us, right? He can, he can position. Actually, here's typically what God does in my life, right? When I said, Lord, I want to be humble, he gives me an opportunity to be that. Lord, I want to be teachable. He gives me an opportunity to be teachable. He doesn't just make me teachable. He doesn't just make me humble. He says, okay, great. Are you going to choose that? Are you going to choose humility? Are you going to choose teachability? And I love, I love what First Peter is saying here, is that, and, and the contrast between the elders and the younger people. He's asking us to do the same thing. It doesn't matter if you've been running this race for a long time or you've been running it for a few days. Humility, teachability are all things that's going to make all of us grow. And in the first part when he's talking about the elders in verse 2, when he says, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you, watch over it willingly and not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Because you're eager to serve God. And so I think sometimes in the beginning of our stories when our lives change, and this, is, this feels so natural, it's like, what do I need to do for me? Like, what can this do for me, right? That, that's typically how you come to something right? Like, what can this do for me? If it doesn't benefit you on the front end, you're not going to come back to it, right? So you come to church, and someone invites you to church, and you love the worship, and you've been inspired by the message, and God grabs a hold of your heart. That's all things that God is doing for you, right? But we cannot get stuck there. We cannot get stuck there, and what can God do for me? What can God do for me? What can God do for me? Because we have to care for the flock that God has entrusted to us, not for what we will get out of it, but because we're eager to serve God. Because it started at, look at what God did for me. That's where that foundation is, but it can't stay there. We can't constantly be asking for, God, what can you do for me? 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 No, now that you've got me, you've got me, (laughs) right? you got my life. Let's go get somebody else. I'm eager to serve God. And what I love about the younger people, you who are younger must accept the authority of elders. That's humility, right? With youth comes zeal and comes, I was just talking to a couple of people about this yesterday. I was like, you know, when I was 21, I was like, I know everything. But I didn't think I, I, didn't think I thought that, you know, when your parents are like, you think you know everything. And then you're like, no, I don't think that. I know that I don't know that. And then you're like, oh, wow. Looking back 10 years later, you're like, 
for sure thought I thought that. <laughs> right? And the older you get, you're like, oh, the older I get, the less I know. <laughs> like, the older I get, the less confident I am that I know everything in the whole world. Um, but what I love about the youth, accept the authority of your elders. Humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. Get underneath somebody who's already done it. Right? Get underneath somebody who's already run this race, whose life you want to emulate. Right? And accept that authority. Put your life underneath that. So then when you're an elder, you can care for your flock, eager to serve God, not grudgingly, but willingly. Right? What I love, 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 love about this um, caveat, this isn't easy, <laughs> just so we all know. I'm saying I love it. And I'm like, it sounds all like great when you read it. You're like, wow, yes, this is good. And then God's like, can you apply it to your life? And you're like, yes, I can. <laughs> it's like, I will sure try. Um, but what I love, it has elders do this, young people do this. All of you dress yourselves in humility. Dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. You want to know how to do something? You want to know how to lead people? Dress yourselves in humility. You want to know how to keep growing, how to keep moving, how to be better than you were yesterday, better than you were five years ago, better than you were 10 years ago. Don't get to the place that you think you know it all, right? Don't get to the place that you think, I've got all the answers. I've done it the best. Nobody else can, <laughs> right? There is, uh, our pastors um, have taught me this, and I love this so much. There is something that you can learn from every single person you talk to. Every single person you talk to, whether that they're leading you, whether they're discipling you, or whether you're leading them. And I would venture to say that that's the trickiest one, right? When you're leading a team and, like, you've been trusted to lead a team. And so you, you do. You've got to come with, I've got ideas. I've got passions. I've got confidence. I've got all of these things. But you still have to have enough humility to say, I need these people with me, though. It's not just my way or the highway just because I have a title or because I have a position or because I have a X, Y, Z. Humility is where people are going to follow. Teachability is where people are going to follow. You can have confidence and humility. You can have confidence and not know everything. You can get to the, the goal that you have set for yourself and then set another one for yourself because you're that teachable. Because you just are desperate to know more of how God wants you to lead and how he's called you to lead. And so in verse 6, it says, so humble yourselves. So going back to what I said a little bit earlier, God doesn't say, position yourself so I can just, like, drop the humility on you. He says, do it yourself. <laughs> humble yourself. Okay, that's hard. I don't know if anyone's tried to humble themselves before. When you, like, know you, do you guys know, like, when you feel the pride coming on? My immediate thought is always, oh, boy, the fall's coming, <laughs> right? Because in Proverbs, that's what it says before, or, or um, fall, what is it? Let me pause. It said pride comes before a fall. That's what it says, right? So that's like my inner monologue when I'm like, yeah, I'm doing great. This is awesome. I do have a good idea. This is awesome. And I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Because pride always comes before a fall, right? So humble yourselves. Step outside of your feelings and what you feel about something and humble yourself. And sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes it just is to call somebody and be like, you know, I was an idiot, <laughs> right? Or in that moment when you were trying to explain something to me and I just didn't want to listen to you at all, I just want to say I'm sorry because 
I, I do want to be humble enough to hear from you. I do think I can learn from you. I absolutely can learn from you. And so I'm going to humble myself. And all of this is um, after we humble ourselves. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. The best part about this is as we humble ourselves, God is going to do the lifting. God is going to raise us up. And so I would also venture to say that each one of us has had a time in our life when we've thought, you know what? I should have been promoted by now. I should have been seen by now. I should have been um, doing more by now because I've been doing this thing for a year, whatever that thing is, or for five years, or I do it better than that person. Maybe you do. But what's the position of your heart, right? In the right time, God is going to honor you. In the right time, God is going to lift you up. And you know what? Every single time, every single time that we let God lift us up instead of lifting ourselves up, it's 100,000 times better because his plan was so much better than ours. And he positions us so much better than we would ever position ourselves, right? And so as we do the hard work of humbling ourselves, humbling ourselves, let that never get old. It doesn't mean that we're terrible people, that we have pride. We're human. We've all got it, right? We have all, and like, the enemy tries to come in and say, like, hey, you're the only person. You are the only person who thinks like this, or you are the only person who has this kind of pride or this kind of desire or this kind of thing. No, you're human. All of us do. We all, we all got it, right? But we all can also choose to do the hard work of humbling ourselves so that at the right time, God is going to lift us up. And can you imagine a group of people a group of leaders like ours, if we would all do the hard work of humbling ourselves consistently, what kind of rise would God bring us? What kind of honor would God pour out on this church if we said, God, more of you and less of us? I don't actually care if I'm cleaning out trash cans for the next 10 years as long as your kingdom is moving forward, right? I don't care if I'm just data collecting and nobody ever sees anything that I do for the church ever <laughs> for the next 25 years if it means that every Sunday somebody is getting saved and every Sunday that our doors are open, somebody's life is turning around and every Sunday that our doors are open, somebody says, you know what, I didn't know that I could have hope, but now I do. Who cares what a title is, what a position is, what our, um, we, we've crossed the line, right? We've already made it, if you will, quotation marks, right? If there's a make it, we're not striving for anything. God's got us, <laughs> right? So now it's about, God, use me in whatever way you're going to use me. I'm going to humble myself. You can use me. You can actually use me however you want, whether that's scrubbing the floors or whether it's on a platform. I actually don't care because neither of those things are going to change me, right? <laughs> Like the platform's not going to make me prideful and, and scrubbing the floors isn't going to make me bitter. Right? Humble yourselves. Humble yourselves and God's going to lift you up at the right time. And I'm just praying that our church um, and our leaders, as we do this all together, we don't have to do it alone. <laughs> That's the best part about this. We can humble ourselves together. We can employ our friends. Say, hey, I got some pride in my heart. Can you show me? Can you help me see my blind spots? Can you actually, when you're seeing pride well up in me, because I don't want to fall, I want to be humble. Will you help me with that? That's humility in itself, because that's not easy to ask somebody to point out your blind spots, right? That's not easy to ask. 
And so, but as we do that together, I just believe that God is just going to pour out on our church as we keep saying, God, we're eager to serve you. Whether I'm an elder, whether I'm young, whether I've done this 25 years, whether I've done it five minutes, I'm eager to serve you. Put me in coach. <laughs> Put me in coach. Do whatever you got to do. So, God, we just thank you so much for this day, Father. We thank you so much, Jesus, that, God, it's, it's your word that guides us every single day, Father. It's your word that um, guides our thoughts. It guides our desires, Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you that you are alive and you are speaking to us constantly, Father. And, Lord, we just pray that we would have eyes and ears and hearts that are open to knowing you, Father. And, Lord, we just pray for, um, for our church, Jesus, that as we prepare, God, to bring your word and bring your presence this weekend, Jesus, that, that your presence would just be here, Father, and that it would move in a supernatural way, that people would experience your presence in a brand new way this weekend, God, that um, maybe they haven't experienced before, Father. And, Lord, I just pray for every single one of our leaders. God, that you would just give refreshment this weekend, Father, that you would pour out a refreshing um, expectancy, God, of, of what you're going to do and what you have done, Jesus, the faithfulness that you've shown us already, God, but the faithfulness that you've yet to show us yet, God, but as we continue to say yes, that you're going to show us, Jesus. And so we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.